0: The following is a podcast from St. George's Episcopal Church in Arlington, Virginia. We invite you to support the ministries of St. George's Church through a one-time or reoccurring donation. To give, visit our webpage, www.stgeorgeschurch.org. The word saint is spelled in full. St. George's is a vibrant and inclusive community that is committed to loving God, serving others, and changing the world. Keeping your distance and all that. speak to you in the name of God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. Amen. Amen. The title for this sermon is God's kingdom is reimagination. God's kingdom is reimagination. One of the greatest theologians of our time, Michael Scott from the show The Office, once said, that Jesus can heal leopards, not lepers, but big cats with spots, (laughs) leopards. And as I thought of the text for this week, all I could think about was Jesus healing 10 big cats, only for one of them to come back and thank Jesus. That would have been a very different miracle. No, Jesus heals lepers a catch-all skin disease in the ancient world, which made one an outsider. No one could be around lepers. They had to stay out of the towns in groups or venture out on their own. In this cultural imagination, where one constantly fluctuates from unclean to acts of cleansing to be made clean, the lepers were on the outside looking in. The disease was such that they could only rely on others, primarily priests, and their acts of making clean to be allowed to come back into society. Unfortunately, the medical advances of the Hebrew priests did not allow for real healing many times. So lepers were stuck in the state of uncleanliness and not allowed to do what they would wanted to do, work, they had to be ostracized from their family and could not see their friends. They would create communities within themselves to help support and care for each other. Many times they were on their own with no social system and they fell through the cracks of society. Lepers can be seen as our present day people who experience homelessness, the forgotten who are, who the fortunate become blind to. These are the people who approached Jesus on his way to Jerusalem. And this is no ordinary thing. Lepers would not have walked up to just anyone. No, these men and women perhaps understood Jesus' position in the cultural imagination. Perhaps one or two thought Jesus a priest. Perhaps one or two heard about the itinerant miracle worker, perhaps one of them heard the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, was here. When they did not have the disease, they could have heard Jesus teaching. They could have been followers of Jesus, devoted to the cause of the kingdom of God. They might have believed in a new way of imagining the world outside the rule of empire or temple priesthood. One or two probably believed in the Sermon on the Mount and understood that Jesus preached for the marginalized, the poor, and the outcasts. One of them probably heard that Jesus was an anti-establishment teacher. Any number of them probably got a blessing from Jesus for their child, their spouse, or themselves. All this before they got sick. The point I'm making is that the world of Jesus intersected with the world of the lepers. They were caught up in the same struggles, cultural and religious imagination. They hated the Romans, they knew the son of Joseph and Mary, the ate of the five loaves and two fishes. They had family members who followed Jesus. One of them, if not all, recognized Jesus and asked him to heal them. Maybe they were waiting there on the road for a while, weeks, maybe more, for Jesus to walk their way. Yet, even though they have this claim to the world and they are a part of it, they are still outsiders. They were probably not welcome at Jesus' talks. The synagogue did not invite them in. They were outside looking in waiting for Jesus who turns the social order upside down to come and challenge that very order. Jesus who preached about the poor, the hungry, the alone, and troubled. Yet even the good news is not accessible to the lepers in their state. Why? Because maybe the event organizers for Jesus, the disciples and hosts, thought it is too dangerous for lepers to be there. They're contagious after all. A lot of people came to hear Jesus and they might not have wanted the lepers to come and contaminate everyone. They had to be safe. Plus, they could not risk Jesus getting sick. He was too important, too valuable to the movement. The best thing for the gospel was to leave some people at the door. Or so they might have thought. This too is the cultural imagination of their time, the very ordering that Jesus was opposing and working against. Because Jesus, on the other hand, ordered the world to have these very people, the lepers, first. He instructed them to go to the priests to get healed. Yet even before they reached their destination, they were healed. And the one who turns around, the one who comes back to praise Jesus, is the one Jesus blesses. This is because Jesus ordered this world for those people to be with him, learning and growing with him. It is hearing Jesus in the synagogue, being with the community, and being made closer to whole. The Samaritan, who even more so did not belong, is outside the cultural group as a whole, and in fact, thought of as an enemy of the people. He is outside the outside, on the extreme margins of society, a leper and a Samaritan. This makes me think of the adult forum on womanist midrash we are working through. We have read stories of Hagar, Zilpah, Bilhah, the handmaids of Leah and Rachel, the ones who were made outsiders twice, once as women in the Old Testament narrative, and again as slaves. The Samaritan, similarly, is outside all circles, yet is called into the reordering of the world as seen by Jesus to be blessed. And I think of the way we order the world today, but how we make outsiders the layers of order to the world which create those who are very marginalized, the artificial hierarchy we give to our siblings. And I think about how we treat the people experiencing homelessness, police and judicial cruelty towards people of color, LGBTQ rights violations and violence against them, especially thinking about our trans siblings who are at the most risk of workplace discrimination and harm to their bodies. What would Jesus think of this order? What would Jesus say to us as we create artificial hierarchies to keep people apart? What about those outside the church who get the subtle message, the church does not, in fact, welcome all? And so I pray for healing from this world order. I pray that Jesus reorders our imagination that we are able to see the way Jesus sees the lepers in our lives. Let it be so.